Hello and welcome to the Average Golf Society podcast, the podcast for all you shankers or you... I'm going to stop there because Warren's just mouthing along with what I'm saying, like <laughs> like he knows exactly what I'm going to say and I'm going to, I'm going to just switch it up a little. This podcast is for all you professional golfers and if you don't get paid to play golf, this podcast is not for you. Turn off now. Yeah, that's a good way to sell it, mate. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> How are you today, Warren? I'm right, man. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you. Not too bad. So just to let you know, like, this podcast is for everybody, not just pro golfers, but if you're a scratch <laughs> golfer, band, you know, any standard of golf, if you don't play golf and you like golf, this could be for you as well. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I'm all good. I'd just like to point out I've actually had my first jab today. So, um, Congratulations. And, and, and Tim as well, I, I can tell you now, um, we're recording this on Monday night about eight o'clock. And Tim had his early in the day, and he is sick as a dog right now at home. Bless him. So he'll listen to this Friday going, oh, thinking to himself. So if, if he's still alive. If he's still alive, yeah. <laughs> um, Fingers crossed. Think, what, he's still alive or he's not? <laughs> I'm not going to say. <laughs> um, okay, right. So, Rob. Oh, it seems like I've, I haven't asked you this question since we've been able to play golf. Yep. Have you played any golf, mate? I have. Yay. Woo-hoo! You know I have because I played with you yesterday. I know. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so, yeah, we had a society game yesterday. We played at the Essex Country Club. Um, it was a thoroughly nice day, weather-wise. Yeah, it was. All right, wasn't it? It was a little Shape. bit chilly first, but yeah. um, you can't ask for better weather, really. Like mm. It wasn't too hot, not too cold. So, yeah, it yeah. was good. Yeah, how did you play, Rob? Just, oh, I was about to say, just don't ask me how I played because yeah, <laughs> it was a bit of a mare. Um, I think overall I was happy with how I played. I think I hit some good shots here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just didn't I didn't get a very good score. No. It, it was poor. And I think you were the same, really, because <clears throat> you, you hit some good shots too. But Yeah, I did. I actually hit a actually birdie for the first time. Well, I know it's the mm. first birdie this year, but it's the first birdie in absolute ages. I didn't get mm. a birdie at all last year. So um, that was that was, that was was probably my best well-played hole of the round. And that was, that on was the a par five, wasn't it? Quite a difficult yeah. hole. Yeah. 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 You did I, well did. There. I didn't even have a very good drive on that either, did I? No, you didn't really. You went off to the right in the trees, yeah. really, didn't you? Yeah, so to get that back onto the fairway and to hit a good shot, but yeah, um, it was a. Let's talk about the course. How did you find it, Rob? I found it tough, but that might have been more me than the course itself. It might just be because you know, I haven't been playing as much, but yeah, out, out of practice. Yeah, and it's a tough course to. It wasn't my first round back by any means, but it, it's a tough course to play when you're still sort of getting back to. To, you know, your, your full, whatever you call it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. That's not the easiest of courses, is it? No, I mean, it, and history speaks for that because when you look at our society scores around there, every year they're, they're lower there than they are at most courses, I'd say. Mm, yeah, agreed, mm. agreed. Uh, so it was so dry there, though, wasn't it? Like the ground was so hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, it you was, could tell, it, like, just how the ball bounced sometimes, you know. Yeah. And it, I, it, Pinged up in the air like you'd hit a bit of concrete sometimes. 
same sort of conditions I'd expect in the middle of July, stroke August. I wouldn't expect them in April. Mm. Yeah, mean, well, we haven't had uh, rain for, for two or three weeks now, I don't think. Not no. proper rain anyway. But like, so it was a case of you'd hit it on the green. You say, say if I was hitting it from 100 yards and I hit my wedge <laughs> in there, it would bounce up so high with a pus of sand or dust, whatever it was, from off the green. No pitch mark, and then it would bounce off forever. So... Yeah, it was I, a case I didn't repair more. one pitch mark all day. No, me neither. I looked every time I looked and I didn't repair one. <laughs> but I um, I kept... <laughs> it took me about 11 holes to realise, okay, maybe I better start hitting them short and letting them roll on. Yeah, yeah. Because you just couldn't go for the green because you'd just go over the back all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd say the fairways were quite good yesterday, though. Yeah, I can't, uh, I can't fault them. And Definitely not. The greens were a little bit... Um, they were started off fast, but then they got slower, I thought, as we went round. Mm. Oh, they were a little I bumpy here and there as well. Yeah, I was only about to say that. They're a bit... They didn't roll very true. No. And I think it's because they've been knifed or aerated yeah. or whatever. That wasn't really running true. But all in all, uh, I thought the course was all right. Just, you know, just a little bit dry. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like the conditions, if they hadn't have been knifed and or aerated, or whatever, and the greens had have been like that, I think you're talking proper top end of how fast they'd be because they were rapid, weren't they? They some... were quick. They were quick. I'll give you that. Um, Hard to read. As well. Yeah, I I always struggle with the greens there anyway, though, because <laughs> um, there's lots of very slight undulations and. and... Mm-hmm. Stuff there, so yeah, almost a, a slight undulation is worse than a, than a severe one. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. what would you rate it yesterday then, Rob? Seven, I think. I was going to say six then, but I think that's me being harsh because I played badly. Yeah. But had I had a good round, it would definitely be a seven. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to stick with the seven. Me too. I was going to say seven on the basis of how hard, as in like the ground was. Mm. Um, course, bacon roll if, was good though uh, yeah I mean I don't eat the bacon roll beforehand I just have a coffee but yeah it's, they all look good and they look after us there for some reason um, mm. you know it's just a shame well it's not a shame because everybody's in the same boat I just look forward to sit inside and have a good meal so that'll be good <laughs> next time um, next time yes the Essex next time uh, not the Essex sorry uh, play golf Colchester yeah, that's right. So, part of our Essex swing, should I say? Yeah, we always do those two in a row. It's uh, it's nice for me. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, it's, it, the more that we have done your way, the better, really. So we have to have to travel so far. So that's a core of there's a core of the game. You don't have to travel very far, I suppose, is it? Yeah, exactly. So, that's all good. Um, have you played any other golf? You played Stoke by Nailing as your first round back, didn't you, Rob? Yeah, I played that, which was a um, an eye-opener for my first round back. It's a, <laughs> it's a tough course, but I played better than I did yesterday. Um, yeah. I can't remember what I scored now. I think it was about 25, so nothing to shout home about, but certainly yeah. after not playing for three or four months, you know, nothing to be embarrassed about. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just played with my brother-in-law, so it was just a bit of fun. Thoroughly enjoyed nice. it. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah, That's what have you been good. playing them? You played Fortnite uh, quite a bit, haven't you? Yeah, I played Fortnite a couple of times with um with Tim, Tim, the old man, Spoolie, Josh Cannon, like the Thursday night shankers. Um, 
Tim's now a member there. Uh, so, and he's trying to get his card in, get his cards in so he can get a handicap. Uh, so I'm looking forward to playing there a bit more. And I love Fortness. Um, it's probably one of the only courses there, as someone said to me yesterday, that you can get punished for hitting a perfect drive because it is so unpredictable where the ball can bounce off sometimes. Mm-hmm. And and I also think playing a difficult course like that will, well, when I go to another course, it gets your skill level a bit better. Mm-hmm. So I think because I've played Fortnite a couple of times recently, I wasn't so daunted by tight fairways and and other things that we had sure. yesterday. Yeah. I wasn't, I, you know, I wasn't phased by it. Whereas before, I'd have probably been like, oh, fuck, you know, if I'd have just been playing Albert Nineholm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm enjoying playing there. And I think that's cemented the fact that I probably am going to get membership there as well. Yeah, I was going to say, last time we spoke, you were gearing up to get a membership. Yeah, that's definitely cemented that. That's what I'm going to do, I think. Um mm. Yeah, it's just that's a no-brainer, really. It's on my doorsteps, really good course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the, that's the plan anyway. So very nice, very uh, nice. Yeah, that's it really. I've got a lesson on Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's it really for my golfing upcoming. I don't know if I'm playing this week or not. I'm know. playing on Friday this week. Nice where you're playing. Uh, Clacton. Clacton, what's from? that like? It's all right actually. Is um, that a bit dinksy? A little bit. It's right on the coast. There's um, two holes there that run literally by the sea. You know, um, if you hit it right enough, you'll go on the on the stones. You know, for the beach. All right, yeah, yeah. So it's quite nice. Um, can get blowy up there though. So mm. we'll see what the weather's doing. Well, can make it go? really tough. How can we go in there? Because it's right near where I work. It's near the office. Oh, very nice. Cheeky. <laughs> so Friday yeah, there's office. four of us from work going um, finishing a little bit early on Friday to to go there. Oh, that sounds good, mate. It does. Oh, I hope, hope it, we're going to do that quite a bit this summer. We can just have shorter lunch breaks during the week and then finish half day Friday, play golf sort of thing. Oh, mate, that sounds brilliant. I know. That I know. sounds like the bloody dream that does, Rob. That is the dream, yeah. Anyone listening, please feel jealous because you should be. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, so we've got... I don't think what else we've got. Anything else coming up? No. Um, this week, Rob, who have we got on the podcast? You don't know. I'll tell you. <laughs> Which one are we releasing? Uh, this one we're going to, this week, we're going to have Pop Up Penny. Oh, Pop Up Penny. One of my favourites yes. we've recorded. I've been looking yes. forward to putting this one out. This girl yes. is lovely. Um, I, ap- yeah, I absolutely love this podcast. So, um, this we is should Pop point Up out Penny. beforehand that it went out, that we recorded this in lockdown, full lockdown. Yes. So um, we talk a lot about that and things like that. So um, if it seems a little out of the times, that's why. Yeah, it's probably January straight February recorded this one. Eh? <laughs> yeah, but so. it's great to get her her insight into. But listen to it, so I won't spoil it. Yeah. So here she is. So this week we are joined by Pa Putt Penny from Instagram. How are you doing this evening, Penny? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. problem. <laughs> Absolute pleasure. So, Penny, we'll ask you the same question we ask every guest. Is uh, How did you get into golf? Well, I got into golf a little bit different than everyone else, I think. Um, and it was purely circumstantial. So, um, usually people have either got into golf because someone in their family plays or um, mm-hmm. 
have ties to it somehow. But I got into it because um, my mum and dad moved house when I was 10. And we literally lived on a golf course. We moved house and lived on this golf course. It's a municipal course um, in Middlesbrough. And the only way I can describe it is that the house was next door to the clubhouse. And imagine, you know, when you have caretakers live on the school grounds. Yeah. A bit like that. So if the alarms went off in the clubhouse on the night, my mum and dad had a key to turn the alarms off and stuff. Mm, so it was nice. purely because we lived there that I ever even picked up a golf club because, of course, mm-hmm. I had a driving range. I had an 18 old golf course as my back garden, um, fields all over. So just purely coincidental that one day I went out the front and there was two houses. My next door neighbour had um, two boys, so they played golf. And I swung one of the lads' golf clubs and their dad said, oh, to my dad, she's got a good swing. And so off we went to the field and hit some balls <laughs> and it kind of came quite easy to me back then. And yeah. from there. Nice. nice. I don't want to be that guy that kind of figures out your age, but how long ago roughly are we talking? So that was 23 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> OK, so, yeah, you've been playing golf for quite a while then. That's... I have done, yeah. Um, yeah with quite a big break in between when I had the mm-hmm. kids and stuff, obviously life gets in the way. So I did stop for a long time. I haven't been playing all of that 23 years, but yeah. um, played pretty solidly up until I was about 19, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then only really started playing again in the last sort of three, three years or so. Yeah. So, so what sort of standard would you say is your golf at the moment then, Penny? Hit and miss. Um, <laughs> Hit and miss. It took me a good year to even get the feel of my swing back. Obviously, it was like really frustrating when I first came back because I thought I could play like I used to mm-hmm. and didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I first came back, I was given a handicap of 20 and it's taken me the three years, I would say, to get down to... I'm actually better than I was when I stopped playing as a junior, so that's an achievement. I'm pleased mm-hmm. with that. So, Yeah. So what's your current handicap then? Well, interesting you ask. It's now 7.6, but that's with the new world handicapping system coming into play. Now, whether okay. I even get anywhere near that when we get back to golf <laughs> yeah. is another question. It could slowly creep back up. But at the minute, officially, it's 7.6. So you say that, that like as surprised that you can't play to 7. What would you say, what was your handicap before the world... Um, handicap system oh it was it was eight but it was eight point something um but again like last year obviously it was handful of games here and there was never really quite as consistent as what i would have liked and again that's just because of what was going on but um standard if i was just to go out and have a knock i would hope to be like 10 over maybe okay pretty handy then pretty handy you'd um (laughs) you'd pee all over us Definitely. Day? Yes. Probably. Massively. <laughs> Unless I was having a very good day, probably. <laughs> I don't think I'd even on a good day be able to get down to that. So I mean, like that's... I say, it's been a while. It's been a good few months now, so Well, it has <laughs> for us as well. Us. Yeah. <laughs> that first tee shot will be interesting, won't it? Yeah, it will oh, be. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. I got a new trolley for Christmas for Christmas and there's only so many times I can push it around my living room. <laughs> <laughs> so, you wear it out mate before you get to the cause when the wheel's gone man yeah so um yeah it's just 
I think everybody's going to be in the same boat as well. And I think um, there's going to be so many more new players as well because everyone's going to think, oh, brilliant, I can go out and play for four hours and have a walk at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which it done in the last lock- lockdown as well. It brought a lot of people out and made golf course so busy, which is so good to see. Um, so hopefully that will happen again, really. You know? Yeah, I think it will. Um, we had the weather on our side though last time, so hopefully it won't be too long before we do yeah, get all the, back. All the fair weather golfers will have yeah. Um, yeah. disappeared. Yeah. We definitely saw the impact of that because with working in the industry as well, it's... Uh, it went crazy, which was yeah. brilliant for golf. Don't get me wrong. Um, but we'll put some long shifts in. <laughs> <laughs> so you say you work within the industry, Penny. What do you actually do? So my husband's a professional at the golf club that I work at. So mm-hmm. he's the head pro, has the shop there. Um, for the last few years, I've worked with him in the shop as his assistant, but not as his assistant pro. Okay. It's like a shop assistant. Yeah. Um, and only in the last few months I've moved into the office side of things so I'm now in the secretary's office mm-hmm. so I'm getting to see like a whole new side of it as well really but still in the sport and doing something that I love so yeah um, mm. yeah, I feel quite lucky to have been able to even get a job as well again in the last year so um, yeah. yeah do you get out and play with the hubby much? no not as much as I'd like to but um as I say, when we were working together, it was a bit like ships that passed because if he was working in the shop, I was at home with the kids. And then, you know, if he was at home, it was normally me who was in the shop. So it was a bit, yeah. it was difficult. Um, Do you get on well get, on the course or is there a rivalry? No, we get on fairly well. We get yeah. on fairly well. Does he does he try and coach you? And, or do you let him? It, it's a difficult one, that one, because... Mm. It's that like he can't do anything right. <laughs> so if he if he tried to tell me what I was doing wrong, I'd be like, I didn't ask I didn't ask for a lesson. We've just come yeah. out to play golf. But if I was doing something wrong, I'd be like, Well why why aren't you telling me what I'm doing wrong? So he can't yeah. win. Nah, but... <laughs> <a poor> <laughs> well um so what golf course is it that you work at then, Penny? I or work at Seaside Golf Club. Yeah. Um in the northeast, so it's in a small place called Thornaby, which is like Stockton on Tees, Middlesbrough. Yeah. Where um, we're very lucky. We've got some brilliant courses around us. Probably hidden gems, really. They're not up there on all the lists, but some fasti- mm-hmm. fantastic golf courses. Um, yeah. Gorgeous scenery. Yeah. Very lucky. Have you got? Have you got a good membership and stuff there? Then. Yeah, we have. We've got. Um, yeah. A fantastic membership. Yeah, and and the location of the club as well. It's. Um, it's in the middle of a busy road, so by that I mean the social side of it's really good. A lot of people use it as like their local pub as well. Yeah, um, nice. A lot of passing trade like that, so we have a lot of yeah. social members as well. So it's a really good atmosphere. Yeah, brilliant. Oh, that's nice. brilliant. That is. What about the lady members? Do you have a, a, a good few? We don't have a huge section of lady members, which is a shame. Um, mm. But I think a lot of golf clubs are probably in a similar position mm-hmm. we've probably got about 40 to 50 lady members but playing weekly about 30 um mm. so yes there could be more but the ones that do play are there week in week out so yeah mm. yeah that's good. that's good so now you've been on the other side of the coin being in the being in the office um do you think is is it hard 
to try and get more ladies into playing the game and, and becoming a member? Or did you, or are you a bit, not blasé, but like, did did you not realise how hard it was? I don't want to sound like an arsehole by saying that either, but... No, it is difficult. It's difficult yeah. because the thing is, um, getting ladies to start to play golf is difficult because it is such a time yeah. restriction. So especially when we talk about like younger women who are wanting to play, when I think about the position I was in when I had the kids, like I say, it was difficult when I was working full time. Mm. Your days off, you know, felt like should be at home, not harming the kids off to grandparents again to go and spend four hours on a golf course, even though that that would have been lovely for me, you know, mm. as a mum, that's just not realistic. So I get that it's time constraints. Sometimes it's um, affordability. So seeing the other side of it, yes, there's a lot more that golf clubs can do, but also I know enough now to see that we need full memberships and we need, yeah, um, you know, those kind of things to keep golf clubs running as well. So, yeah, yeah. you know, it's very difficult because it's very much a business as well. Yeah. So yeah. Sure. Just on, that, on the note of that, on the business side, um, you can probably give us a little bit of, insider knowledge because often on the podcast we've debated about whether you know obviously it'd be nice if clubs had lower memberships lower fees to get more people playing but obviously then they need to make the money do they have a higher um cost to 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 keep the club running um you know how does that how, how do those decisions get made um well it's very much on so if I was to say how much ours is, so to be a member at our golf club is £760 for the year. Um, and like we say, with the influx of people that we had or after the last, the first lockdown, sorry, we had a waiting list of people wanting to join and it was purely because we couldn't get these people out on the course. There wasn't enough tea times for them. Yeah. So there was a waiting list. So... Although sometimes it's getting more people in and, you know, fill it with bodies, it's not always necessarily practical to do that because yeah, yeah, there wasn't enough times for them. Now, don't get me wrong, we had to change the tea time so that they were a bit more spread out and, you know, social distancing and all of that carry yeah. on. There was, like, little parameters in, in with it, but we physically couldn't get all these people out on the course. So not necessarily having all the bodies in is always the best Mm -hmm. but flip the coin the more affordable it is for your average person then yeah yeah um it's a difficult one it's a hard one to balance i mean i think there's probably times where we could have put the prices up um well uh, other courses that i've been members that make it more prestigious but you might not necessarily get the people so it's a fine fine line to balance and i don't think there's a right or wrong answer mm. such a double-edged sword it is massively mm -hmm. Yeah, I yeah. totally, I totally, I think hearing you say that from a, because obviously you're a golfer as well, mm -hmm. so our listeners hearing that will, I think, understand that a bit more as well, and will probably think twice about knocking their club about that situation as well, because they've heard it from you, and thought, oh, actually, yeah, I never really thought about it like that, like, to me, myself, like, I'm not a member anywhere, but that's made me realise how hard it is for the golf club as well like you said to get more people out there especially in the current times as well 
Yeah. So that that's definitely made me realise as well that's not to think so badly of of a club, so to speak. Not that I do, <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Look, so, it's uh, at the end of the day, it's going to be, to be a member of a golf club now is a lot of money. Yeah. Like it is wherever you join, and but you've got to think that that golf club is using that money to put it into the to the course. Or yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, at the end of the day, it was. If I'm talking me as a golf club, your product is the golf course, so you always want that to yeah. be your best. So that's where your money, well, most most of the money would go to. Yeah. And obviously, you need that money to mm-hmm. invest in that. Yeah. It's it's difficult. It is difficult because you know if it was five hundred pounds, yeah, we'd probably have loads and loads and loads of members. But then that's not always necessarily the right thing for the for sure. the golf club as well and for its membership. Yeah. But then I say if you've got See, that's the thing, though. If you've got more, like, £500 membership, therefore you've got more members, therefore your golf course is going to be used more. And, like, you've yeah, kind of got yeah. to find that, that that balance of where you want your golf course to be mm-hmm. and, and things like that, haven't you? So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I guess if you, if you want the course to look its best, you want just one member who pl- pays an extortion <laughs> amount of money a year and it just looks pristine the whole time. But <laughs> that's never going to happen. No, Somewhere it's... in between. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the other thing I want to ask you, um, Penny, um, as soon as you said you worked like in the office side of things, is mm-hmm. what happened like last summer when golf courses sort of opened up again after the, the first lockdown? Like what were the meetings like inside to decide like what measures to take sort of on the course and things to, to help protect people? Yeah, what so was that like? Was, um, it, was quite, it was intense because obviously – as you know, there could have been announcements made at six o'clock in an evening and we're trying mm. to get things together to put out yeah. to the membership that night if we could or the next morning. So making sure that what we were giving out was right. Um, we were governed a lot, obviously, by England Golf. So sometimes it was waiting yeah. for them, hearing what their advice was. Um, so it was pretty, like, we had to be on the ball. So mm-hmm. Stuart, my husband and I were on Zoom meetings with the executive committee of our club. Yeah. Um. Yeah, just making decisions, but really following what what we had to do mm-hmm. anyway. Um, mm-hmm. But it was more just getting the communication out as quick as we could. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when that first day, when we first came back, Stuart still couldn't open the pro shop, so he acted as like a starter. So he was down at the first tee. You can show where everyone was distanced. The tee times were like 10-minute intervals. Um, it was two balls when we first came back, so making sure where everyone was adhering to that. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just basically a lot of the hard decisions were taken out of our hands because they were already made for us. So all the all mm-hmm. speculation that we thought might have come with it, um, England Golf did a really good job of sorting that for us. Yeah. Yeah. And I know um, we, we say we don't want to talk about politics and things on this podcast, but uh, how do you feel in the present sort of situation where, you know, we can't play golf at the minute, whereas it, it seems silly to most people, you know, you can go out and meet for a walk with someone, but you can't play golf with them. Do you know what I mean? Is it yeah. frustrating for you as a, as a office person in the club? It is, yes. But also, this might be a bit controversial. Um, <laughs> yes, it is. But also, I don't know how much golf we would have had played anyway with the weather. Yeah, so, sure. with course closures and, and things that have happened, you know, that would have happened naturally, um, it's taken away a lot of moans and groans, I think, from members. So even if we were in a lockdown and we could have played golf, the golf course 
probably would have been closer last month anyway because we've had so much rainfall. Okay. Um, but yeah. now that's that gripe has been taken out of their hands because we're in lockdown anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a swings and roundabouts thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I read that somewhere else that some courses are you know enjoying it because it's given the course a bit of time to recover during the the horrible winter months. Well, it is, and then you think if the footfall was on there mm-hmm. and it was so wet, you know, yeah. how much damage would have been done. So we've kind of avoided all of that. Now, don't get me wrong, I want to get back as soon as possible, but for January, I don't I don't think it's been a bad, bad yeah. thing. <laughs> I guess if you had to pick any month of the year to, yes, to not play golf, that's probably what I'm getting at, yeah, yeah. all the months. Yeah. Yeah. Do, you know, do you know what you say that? Yesterday, um, I was out on a walk, and I was walking along and I realised how cold it was. But then I thought to myself, actually, this should have been a society Sunday. I should be out playing golf today. And I thought, man, I'm glad I'm not out for four hours walking <laughs> around a golf course freezing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but sometimes how much harder is it going out for those walks? You'd much rather go out and walk for four hours playing golf than going on a just a four-hour walk, wouldn't you? Yeah, so, true. A bit more yeah. pleasurable. Yeah, very true. Yeah. It depends how you play, actually. <laughs> in my case be a lot the time, so <laughs> yeah definitely a lot worse um nice. i know sorry like if that was a bit much talking about work penny but uh, that's an insight that we we haven't actually had on the podcast before yeah it's really really interesting yeah yeah um yeah and that's, that's definitely opened my eyes to what people in who run a golf course um uh, run a golf club sorry um you know what goes into their job so something like i said i've never i've never even thought about before um especially especially the difficult decisions like you said um like with the covid thing as well um and then like you said having the probably having a month closure but then making it easy with covid that's that that they're things that i'd never even think about yeah it's good to talk to people like you. We keep saying um, we're going to get a greenkeeper on here because we're mm. often moaning about when bunkers should be raked and things like that. And until yeah. we actually speak to someone, we've got no idea, you know, how, no, how difficult um, things like that are. Greenkeepers yeah. have got a thankless task. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. it would be amazing to have a greenkeeper on because a, that, is a, that is a whole new side of running a golf club that um, I always say the two two most least appreciated sorry people in the club are probably your greenkeepers and your professionals um i don't think people really grasp what those people actually do on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. no no um i mean so obviously you and your husband both work at the same golf club yes is it is it hard to separate home life and work um, no, it's one thing that we've actually managed quite well. And I think it's because we both have a passion to see the golf club itself do well. Obviously, okay. his business, we want to see succeed. So therefore, we want the club to do well. It kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah. Um, and we also both know when to switch off from it as well. So it's um, we've gotten good over, over the years with that. Oh, um, Stuart became a professional really young. I think he was, I want to say, 20... <laughs> that might be wrong <laughs> um, when he turned professional and became a head pro at about 24 mm-hmm. so yeah. we've been doing it a long time so we're good yeah we've kind of got that 
nailed down. But again, though, we'll, we'll have the conversations as well where we'll thrash things out. And I don't mean that like argue about it, but just like talk things through, like different scenarios, what might be going on. And yeah, you know, we both have our ideas about it. So it can be good, it can be helpful so, sometimes. So is it easy now you've gone into the office because you don't see his world so much? If you know what I mean? Um, well, I, to be honest, I haven't really had a good run at it yet. I only started the office role in November. Yeah. Um, and then I've worked, I had to work from home for a while, had Christmas mm-hmm. off. And then I had to isolate for 10 days as well. So I was working from home. Mm-hmm. So really, and obviously shoe shops shut anyway, so he can't, he's not even at work. So I've, we've not had a, a good test of that yet what it's like when he's in the building but not in the building yeah. with me. Yeah. yeah. So um, it'll be different for us for sure because, like I say, normally when we're in the shop, it's we run quite well together, quite in sync. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's been made a whole lot easier that when his diary's at work, I can say, oh, well, don't book lessons in then because, you know, the kids have got to play on at school or something because mm. we can manage it a bit better, but it's going to be a bit different this year. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You say you got kids. Are you going to encourage them to golf, or do they do they golf already? Well, my daughter's ten, um, and she started to play. We have a, a like a hundred and fifty yard course or mm-hmm. set of tees, if you like, on our course that she started playing off. I keep going to say last year, but it was the year before, which she <laughs> obviously would have built a bit. Last of year doesn't yeah. count. Last yeah, year exactly. wasn't a year. Yeah. So. Um, and I had a big involvement in the juniors in creating, we, used, we call them the Eagles. So we used to go out on a Sunday evening about four o'clock when all the competition tees had been, you know, done and dusted. And we'd go and play four, five, six holes, whatever it was, till the kids got fed up really. And then we'd come in and it got to a point where that was gaining some real momentum. And then obviously it's kind of all gone to shit last year. So yeah, yeah. it's kind That's of That's a brilliant stuff. idea though. Yeah, it well, what we found was, and it was more because, obviously, the time in the pro shop, um, Stu would put these golf camps on for kids to come and, and learn how to play. Mm-hmm. But then going from hitting balls on a driving range to playing on an 18-hole golf course is a, a massive step for some of these kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're talking kids who were like six, seven, eight, nine, so they might be able to hit the ball, but yes, just purely through strength, they can't hit it particularly far, mm-hmm. so... Rather making the course and putting them off the ladies' reds tees or whatever, yeah, we just made the course a bit smaller and um, we put these blue tees in. So some of the holes, a par five might be no more than two hundred yards, and then one hundred and fifty, hundred yards for a par three, mm-hmm. um, and take them round, take them round there. So and they loved it. And like I say, it was gaining some really good momentum, and we had a good group of about five or six kids to turn up on a Sunday at tea time and go and have an hour and a half. Playing nice. ball, hitting balls, and feels like we're going to have to start from scratch again this year. But that's just how it's cookies that, crumbles, isn't it? That sounded the beginning of something awesome, though. Dude. It was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am gutted that it's what happens happened, but you know, out of our control, isn't it? Do you, Do you think that um, that you said that to gather momentum? Like, what would your ideal number of kids be to do that in your club? Well, it was just getting to the point where 
it was kind of running itself. So we had a little WhatsApp okay. chat and so the parents would say, oh, like, so we're going down. Is anyone else coming? And it was getting to that place where there was enough of them that I didn't physically have to be there every Sunday. Okay. And that's what I wanted. I wanted the kids to form friendships um, and be able to message each other, even the parents. Mm-hmm. And say, and you know, get that bond because I do think it helps being a junior girl for myself. You know, it's nice when there's another girl maybe playing, and and I was really conscious of that. So it was getting to that point where it was becoming its own thing, yeah. like say on itself, and now it's gonna be starting again, sort of, you know, pulling them in again and mm-hmm. getting them to come down, which is fine. I absolutely don't mind doing that. It's just a shame that it's lost its. Like you say, it's lost its momentum a bit, but mm. that's yeah. yeah. I've I think I've been on some golf courses where um, they have like black tea right right further forward for youngsters yes. and that. Yeah, um, and that's. But have you got that on every single hole in your golf course? And you've got a, a small. No, we've tea? got we've got it up to um, our tenth, and that's because our natural halfway point, if you like, where you can come off the course is is the eighth. Um, okay. But we wanted to put a. A, a true nine holes so then the next hole after that is 10 so we've got 10 holes where we've got these blue tees we call them mm-hmm. and they're just round blue discs in the ground so okay. they look like a yardage marker yeah obviously there's two of them um mm. it's a tee box um so we got those because again just purely for the green keepers so when they're cutting the grass they don't interfere with anything they don't have to get out of yeah yeah you know moors and stuff yeah so that's amazing I'm, um... i love that I'm desperate to get my little girl into golf when she's older. Yeah. How do I do that? So look at what your nearest pro is offering. Mm-hmm. Um, a great pro will have things on in the summer. So for kids, uh, golf camps, golf lessons, um, girls' golf rocks. Some might be affiliated with some of the golf incentives. Nice. I would look into them. Um, but also just take it down yourself if your golf course is somewhere that's allow allow you to let her walk around with you. Yeah. And just let her have a swing on the course. Just uh, make it fun. Yeah. Mm. Certainly want to. Certainly do. Yeah. It's the dream, isn't it? I think <laughs> if you're it a parent. Is. Yeah. I think Definitely. she's got a better temperament than you, Rob. Uh, how dare you? How dare you? I'm quite good. <laughs> you are quite good, but when you lose it, it is quite funny, though. Yeah. And you get annoyed. Is 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 a very short little snap I have. Um, yeah, it lasts about three or four seconds, and I calm myself down again. But, um, <laughs> it uh, is is there. It's a frustrating game, though. Oh, it is. There's Fine. no game. Roger. There's no game as hard as golf. I don't think. No. no. I can't. Someone said that uh, the hardest individual sport or something was darts. I was like, this man has obviously never swung a golf club. <laughs> <laughs> no way. No. Um, I've lost my train of thought, Rob. You ask a question. Well, I think Maybe. golf's just jumping off that. Golf's the only game where the worse you play, the harder it is for you. Like if you yes. hit a bad shot, you go in a bunker, so your next shot is even harder. But no other sport is like that. If you miss a shot in darts, your next shot isn't like from thirty feet back, or you have to stand in a bucket of water or something like stupid <laughs> like that. You know, <laughs> It'd be no. funny if it was. Yeah, it probably should be. That'd be my fault. <laughs> <laughs> They should do that in a penalty shootout in football. If you miss your penalty, then the next person has to take theirs from like 10 feet further back and just keep going back. <laughs> where was your golf cat? Your, sorry, your golf club on this? Uh, where was it going? 
like what plans did you have for 2020 before it all got fucked up um well 2020 i was still in the shop yeah um so i was looking at obviously building the eagles section so we have still have our standalone junior section that play competitions and stuff but i was yeah. really looking forward to getting some of the eagle kids up to the level of playing with the juniors mm-hmm. that would have been yeah. great to see um I was also lady captain last year. Ooh. Oh, no, so, not a good year for that, actually. No, it wasn't. So I had <laughs> some Does great... Does that carry on to this year then, as that was a bit of a shit year? Well, they asked me to, and I've said no. <gasps> because, well, really, the main reason was getting the job in the club. Okay. And I just think sometimes you can have your finger in too many pies. Like... You know, there would have been decisions that I would have had to have made maybe in the office side of things that might not necessarily be the ones that people wanted me to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I was very conscious of that. So they did ask me to, but I've politely said, no, I've had my year. Um, I will be Lady Captain COVID of 2020. I don't mind that. <laughs> Do you get a little photo on the wall then? Yeah, it's on the wall. Yeah. Nice. Does yours have a mask over your face? <laughs> no, it didn't. No, because when we started the year, things were, you know, weren't that bad just yet. But uh, I'm going to be handing it over soon in end of this month. Yeah. So, yeah, this year was really going to be taken up with, um, I had loads of fundraising ideas. We get a captain's charity and different mm. things like that. So it's a shame they've not come off. Um but I guess the year's been memorable for different reasons and one, ones I won't forget as well, so. Yeah, yeah. Is there a, a large trophy cabinet at your club? And is yes. your name, name on any of those trophies? Yes, it, yeah, yes. Um, yes, that's one, of my, that's one of my goals is always to try and get my name up in gold in the clubhouse. Yeah. So through my golfing career, I've... It's not a career, but through my golfing life, um, I've been a member of three golf clubs and I've got my name in every one, so that's my claim to fame. There you go. Yes. Awesome. I can't take that away. Brilliant. No, that's it. That's history, isn't it? Exactly. (laughs) You'll be one of those people, you know, like you go to like these old clubs and you see like 1901, (laughs) so and so one that, you know. Yeah. Think, wow, what were they like? Yeah. Yeah. That'll it's be brilliant, though. So, like, when your kids get older, if they ever get into golf, you can just point them out and say, see that trophy? Yep, won that. Yeah, I've had that <laughs> one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That'd be brilliant. So, what's um, on the cards for you this year, then, Penny? Um, really, just... Uh, I don't want to say normal. Yeah. But just trying to get back to some sort of normal. Um, I just want to see the kids back to school. I want to see um, Stu thrive in the shop this year. I hope everyone's missed golf enough that they feel they need loads of new equipment um, Mm -hmm. or some new golf clubs maybe. And, yeah, just try and get things back on track, I think. It's just Mm -hmm. been rough, hasn't it, So for everyone. And I think sometimes, yeah, golf's not been there and, and things like that, but I can step back and also think on the grand scheme of things, it's, you know... We personally, as a family, haven't had it that bad. We're all safe. We're all well. You know, there's bigger things going on in the world sometimes that I think we can forget. So, mm. yeah, mm. just want to play more golf. Yeah, 
<laughs> well said. Yes, indeed, well said. Quite agree with that. Mm. Um, I was just reading on your Instagram that you are a wellness coach. Yes, I am. So, do you take that on board when you're playing golf? Like, do you have a <sighs> moment? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so the wellness coaching's been, um, in the last nine months, I became a wellness coach, and that was through um, online, well, it's home workouts, basically, yeah. is what I've been doing, and really trying to get in some sort of better shape. Like I say, I've got two children and mm-hmm. all the rest of it. My body's not what it used to be. Um, so it started off as a sort of a weight loss thing, a bit of a for aesthetics, but it's turned into probably a lot more deeper than I, I realised. So I was never one of these people to go to the gym. I was never, you know, a gym bunny. Mm-hmm. So for this for me is perfect because I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to get in the car, which is sometimes half the battle to drive to the gym. I just have to literally get the stuff on, press play and go. Um, so like I say, what started off for sort of a body image thing has unraveled a bit of probably my own insecurities that I've had all over the years um, through mm-hmm. like body image and things like that, that I've started to dig a little bit deeper, which has been quite uh, revelationary, if you like. Yeah. I don't sound dramatic, but it's... Um, definitely put my confidence a bit better and mm-hmm. um, I see things a lot more cl- not clearly but more positively and yeah when we were saying there like on the grand scheme of things we're, we're healthy and we're fitting well yeah um, you know I don't take those things for granted mm-hmm. anymore and it's become more of a priority that making sure we're, especially this year that we're we are all looking after ourselves a bit better which I wasn't doing mm. previously yeah yeah. 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 Because um, I am really impressed by your daily workouts, especially when your kids get involved on your own <laughs> stories. I think that's brilliant. I love that. Always makes me smile when I see it when I'm flicking through the stories and I see that come up. It's just like, oh, look at the kids go for it. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's just basically been a product of me being like selfish with my time. It was really hard work to even find half an hour in my day to do those workouts at first. But now it's all that bit easier because I've been so consistent with them and I'm really proud of yeah. that. And now the kids joining, it's it's nice to see. And it's nice to see that they see that as just a normal thing now. Yeah. As well. That's um, awesome. Yeah, it's mm. it's been good. So do you take what you've you've learned from being that? Do you take that onto the course with you then? Like if you've had a shit shot, you just think, right, okay. Just like, yes, but I've stuff. always been pretty much like that, and that's yeah. um yeah, never I distinctly remember when I was younger, my dad sitting me down and having this conversation with me about whether like you know you're a really good golfer if you want to take this further, you could um you just need to start practicing a bit more and taking it a bit more seriously, and I was just like, Dad, this is like a hobby, this is just fun, this is what I enjoy. this is not a job for me, um so I've always been a bit like that. Never really took it too seriously because I just love it so much. Yeah. And I knew that if, um, I don't know, down the line I turned pro and, and my wage was down to how I performed or if I made that put on the last or something like that, I knew I would mm-hmm. kind of learn to hate the game and I never, ever wanted that. Mm-hmm. Um, Fair one. Fair one. So I've always been a bit like that. So no, I, I can, if I hit a bad shot, I think it's funny. Um I can move on. Great from way of looking well. at it. 
Mm. I can, yeah. To be fair, when sit. Warren hits a bad shot, I think it's funny as well. <laughs> You'd laugh so much of us two going around the golf course. <laughs> and it should be fun. It should be funny. And like, yeah. yeah, you do get frustrated and you think, why have I just done that? But, you know, I'm generally just grateful to be out there. Um, and like I say, because with having the kids and, I think as an adult now, your time is a lot more precious, isn't it? When you get some time yeah. to yourself. So when you go out and play, I'm just like thankful that I can, I've got that time to do that. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've never took it dead seriously. But one of the things I always admired Stuart about um, turning professional is that he always want, he always knew he wanted to be a pro, a professional golfer, and he like went out and he did that. And mm. I always say now that I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up because. Mm. You know, I yeah. just just plod along if you like. No, that's fair. But, but that's that's fair enough, though. Yeah, I, I I'm the same. I don't know what I want to do when I grow up. No, just um, things like that. See, the thing is, like, I'm I'm doing what I've always wanted to be. So it's you know, living the dream, mate. I don't think working on a building site is really living the dream, but it's not. Um, you know, I've always wanted to be a builder, and that's the, that's what I, that's what I am. So, and I had to have had to work hard to get my qualification and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I, and I, but on the other side of the coin, I can definitely, I can definitely see your point. If you know what I mean, I can see, I understand what you're saying by, um, I don't know. I don't know how to put it to words. Like my mind says. My mind knows what I want to say, but getting out is sometimes a bit difficult. About golf, you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I understand what you're like. How you're saying, like your husband, he knew what he wanted to be, but you're in you. I don't know how to put it without sounding like a complete retard. Well, I guess like I knew that he always knew what he wanted to be, and I knew that I didn't want to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to say. I know. Yeah. 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 You oh, knew what you didn't that. want to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's I, the easier one, yeah. Because I love the game so much that I knew I didn't want it to be my bread and butter, if you like, at the end of the day. it was. It's my hobby. I love it. It's what I do in my spare time. And I didn't ever want to spoil that. Yeah. Nice. I understand that. I understand that. So, yeah. Penny, we have got two staple questions in our podcast, right? And the okay. first... First thing I need to ask is, what sort of music do you like? Oh, no, that is a question because... <laughs> You've just put your head to your head. Oh, I can't. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you because if you went through my phone and looked at what I've got on my phone, it goes from, like, Disney to pop to mosh to Northern Soul to 70s. Like, I've got... I haven't got a specific taste in music at all because I just <clears throat> love listening to music. Okay, that's fair enough. Fair so enough. sorry, so... I can't answer. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Uh, you might be able to answer the next question. Okay. You might be able to answer the next question quite well. So, uh, say you're in the Solheim Cup, you're you're getting hyped. You know, you're getting hyped up to go on. What would be the song that gets you hyped for golf? Um. Oh, no, that is an on-the-spot question, isn't it? Yeah, see, we never tell people that question because we like to catch them. 
on the I can't hot think night. of the name of the band. I've got a song in my head, but I can't think of the name of the band. Uh, do you know the song title? Underdog. 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 Uh, underdog. Let's have a look. Good old Spotify. It's very much like, you know, what someone at the darts would walk out to, going back to darts. You know, you walk, uh, walk, walk in the ring, Kasabian. Walking in the ring song. Okay. Great choice. Good bang, Kasabian. Nice. That's the one that would spring to mind. Good yeah. Nice. I thought we were going to say a Disney song then. I was a bit disappointed. <laughs> oh, like Moana. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you said Moana instead of Frozen. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. No, we're team Moana. <laughs> awesome um, and the other question we got is uh, as golfers we tend to buy a lot of shit um, like shit golf clubs training aids you name it people buy it um, what is the shittest golf club that you have in your garage stroke shed um, we've got all sorts of shit in our shed <laughs> You've got to remember, I'm married to a professional golfer who's like, yeah, yeah. this could be a quite easy mass order. Hoards all sorts of stuff. Um, I do well. So here's one for you. I've last year I recently upgraded my clubs. I got a new set of golf clubs because the set I had was the same set that I got when I was 14 years old. What? Oh, wow! And I was still playing with them. <laughs> Wow. And and I just, you know, when you just love your golf clubs. <laughs> and so it took me, yeah, like 15 years to replace my golf club. So she would always, like, mock me for Mamazuno, Comp CTs, the were. <laughs> and um, still had the original grips on, so they were shiny as anything. Love it. Wow. Yeah. Um, so probably they're the most embarrassing thing I ever had, but I've got new ones now, so... Oh, and I had a little um, great big berth of four wood that was about... Four wood? Yeah. Blue Amazing. it was that I loved. And I think we've still got somewhere. So they would be... Basically, my old set <laughs> yeah. was just the whole bag was embarrassing and now I've upgraded and got new, so... Do you still... Are you still tempted just to sneak a few into your bag when you... When you know what? I loved my three iron. Yeah. Mamazuno 3-iron, yeah. That was like... Because when I first started to play golf, I could never get away with hitting woods. Even, like, the the look of a wood on a fairway, I just would top it. I just couldn't get away with it. So I always went with my 3-iron. I'd rather hit my 3-iron than a fairway wood. And if I was ever nervous on a tee, I would tee off with my 3-iron as well because I could just I could hit it just as far as a decent wood. Yeah. yeah. Just It was that club that just went every time. And I've replaced it, and I miss. I do miss it. So maybe I can tell by your body language. There's almost oh. like a, it's like an old lover, you know. You're, yes. You're... <laughs> yeah. Irreplaceable. That's the word. Lovely. Uh, I like that. That's awesome. Um, well, thank you very much for coming on this evening, Penny. It's been awesome. Thank you for having me. Um, where can people find you on social media, Penny? So I am Parput Penny yep. on Instagram and. I think I'm part put Penny on Twitter as well, but I don't really partake yep. in the tweeting world as much. <laughs> um, no. no, most of my activity is on Instagram. Yeah. So, yeah. Part put Penny, but I don't make many par puts. Don't be fooled. 
<laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna think of you. Um, you've you've inspired me slightly. Like when I next have one of my little mini fits of rage, I'm gonna try and laugh instead of um, you know take my temper out. Try and laugh at the situation. Mm. Yeah, because that's really good advice. It's your own fault, isn't it? You've hit the yeah. shots. So you've just got to suck it up, move on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Well, I'm Panny, thank you very much for that. Yeah, it's a good chat. Thank you very much. Thank you. So that was Par Part Penny. Mm. And I, I'll put this out there. That's in my top five favorite podcasts. We're done. <laughs> it is mine. I really like that lady. Mm. Um, and I really, really liked it. It was weird because, you know, we've talked, to, we've talked to professional golfers. We've talked to open winners and things. But it seems like like we didn't think to think to talk to someone like from within the office at a golf club you know mm. and get that perspective from that mm-hmm. side of things and it was yeah. really interesting i really like that yeah she's yeah um if you don't follow her please do follow her because she is um she's so good and her fitness stuff she does that she posts on her story with her children is brilliant this is so it's not inspirational but it makes me think man i should be doing that Mm. so should be won't don't know <laughs> oh actually with with joe macro mate i've um actually got my my screen and he had to cancel on me the other day so i've actually got it next week so nice. very nice do a bit of golf fitness you know bit of golf fitness yeah it's more joe wicks in our house than joe macro <laughs> i bet it is but your missus love watching joe she wicks. loved watching joe wicks she talks about him <laughs> a lot i know i'm a little jealous oh joe yeah, she's very defensive over him. <laughs> Her Joe. Dare you yeah. talk about my Joe like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so have you got any golf coming up, then, other than Friday, mate? Uh, nothing booked in, but I'm going to try and you know, as the nights get lighter now, I should mm. think. Yeah, I can't see why we can't squeeze in nine after work from now on. Really? Yeah. Was it dark about half eight now? Yeah, it should be all right. Yeah, I think uh, for us. I think I'm hoping to go play Fortness. I'll see what Tim's doing Saturday because I'm free Saturday. Mm. So I might see if we can go have a cheeky game round somewhere. Mm. Preferably Fortness, as it's on the doorstep. I haven't got to travel very far. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that, that. That's it for my, my golf and prowess. I haven't really got much more, much more to say about that. Um, so... Then, Rob, if people would like to email us, mate, where can they do that? Averagegirlsociety at gmail.com. Brilliant. And I was, t- I, I was listening to the ones when I was away, and you, you got it wrong several times. Did I? Well, oh, we'll, I... we'll blame Kev, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, um, I always get that wrong for some reason. Even, even though I know it, I still get it wrong. It's ridiculous. Um, what about Instagram? What's the, um, the contact a, there? It's at the average golf, or one word. There you can just drop us a message, or you can see videos and photos of me and Rob. You see who we've also had on the podcast. Um, just drop us a DM if you like, if you know anybody who wants to be on the podcast, if you like to be on the podcast yourself, all of that jazz. Um, and we take, we answer everyone back as well, even if you just want to talk anything golf as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good really I love Instagram so much and it's so good to see so many people playing golf again as well 
It's brilliant. I got so fed up of seeing chipping and putting in people's back gardens. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, there's only a certain amount of that you can do, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, we do have a Twitter as well. It's um, at the average golf one on Twitter. Yeah. You uh, won't find we're very active on there. But... We've done we've done one post, Rob. One post. Sorry. <laughs> we've done we, we've done one, and that is just ha- that's uh, Adam Sandler's Happy Gilmore from a couple of weeks ago. So okay. Yeah. That, that's that's the only thing, like we, we've done on there. But even on there, you can drop us a message or follow us or whatever. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Oh. Good, good. Tired are you, mate? Is it all that golf at the weekend? Oh, mate, I got into bed just last night and my legs were like, I did not want to move. I was like, oh, this is painful. Nice. And my back today is in achy, achy. Even though like, I've played golf, even though I've played golf since lockdown, yeah. but it goes to site. Yesterday was a long day. It was long, yeah. So like, I, Tails picked me up at 20 to 9, and I think I got home at gone six that's a really? long yeah that's long yeah i was knackered i got home and i bunged a lasagna in the oven and then went and sat on the sofa with the wife and the little one for half an hour while i cooked and i tell you what i could barely stand up after i sat down and like, <laughs> crashed on the sofa with them yeah mm. oh, knackered. that's golf for you though isn't it that's brilliant you, you yeah. sometimes you use muscles that you forget you use True, yeah. And people say it's not good exercise, but they're people who haven't played golf because it really is yeah. a, a good workout. You know, you use all I, sorts. And I think, um, like someone said to me the other day about uh, about Joe doing a screen with him, they said that you'll realise about how many muscles you don't use, that well, that you use, sorry, and he, you don't realise it. He said, that's brilliant. Like, mm-hmm. And you heard afterwards, you said, but that's worth it, so... So, yep, I'm up for that. <laughs> I'm up for a bit of golf fitness, mate. So Nice. Yeah, well, Rob. Um, well, uh, before we finish, I just want to thank Mr. Kev for um, yes. filling my boots for the last few weeks. I listened in and was very happy with how he took over, really. If anything, he's better than me. <laughs> and I'm not yeah. afraid to say that. He's, he's very professional, just... very funny. He's a good chap all around, actually. Just, just ask him of the Penn and Teller story again. That was funny. He's <laughs> magic when he goes to see a magician. He always gets called up on stage. Brilliant. Yeah. How does that happen? Especially, I don't know. Um, what's his name? Um, who's that English guy? The uh... Darren Brown. Darren Brown. I like him. I'd love to go up on stage with him. Definitely. Oh, I don't know. I'm a bit. I don't know about him. But yeah, Kev. Going back to Kev. Brilliant. Um, very natural as well but i think that comes yeah. because he's because he hosts his youtube, YouTube channel yeah. yeah yeah um yeah so hopefully like we'll see him in the future like maybe fill in for for one of us again or whatever that's brilliant mm. I'll, like i say we'll, like no bullshit like we'll finish this conversation and i will ask rob have you watched kev's latest video it like i generally you know when we talk afterwards we always talk about kev and that Mm. Um, we and golf we guy do, reviews, yeah. Golf guy reviews, yep. So, not blowing smoke, but there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, cool, right, Rob. I will see you on the flip side. I don't see know when that me. flip side, I don't yeah. know when the flip side will be, but that will be soon.
Oh, it's just after the twelfth of something. Twelfth <laughs> <laughs> right, of never. See you later, mate. Bye bye. Bye.